feel like we've gotten more people coming to us and saying like, you're doing an event with Huss, aren't you? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're like, we're like Huss's children now. Okay, so we are at the Huss Uptown Tap Room with Leah Huss, Matt, and Olivia from Cloth and Flame. You guys have a pretty awesome event coming up, yes. February eighth. Yes. Epic. Yes. <laughs> epic. Epic. That's you're setting yes. a bar high for yourself. Oh, because it's going to be epic. <laughs> Believe it. Yes. Yes. I'm pretty excited to go to it. Like I'm, I'm yeah. excited to just be out in the middle of the wilderness because that's where we're going to be, right? Got it, yeah. Yeah. So, Superstitions. Matt, you guys started, Matt and Olivia, you guys started Cloth and Flame? We did. Yeah. What, is, what is that? What is Cloth and Flame? We are a destination dining company. So, we do events out in wilderness spaces and kind of hard to reach places and get people out into the, out into the wild to enjoy dinner. Yeah. yeah. Like to find their own dinner? Like a yeah, <laughs> it's a foraging thing. Yes. You bury dinner out there and just see uh, if these like animals can find their way. Uh, yeah. A modern day Hunger Games. Uh, yes. So no, it's uh, we 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 feed them. Um, we we bring out chefs. So we have our own executive chef, of course, but we also work with local chefs, um, as we'll be doing with this event, yeah. and sort of pair great makers like the Husses um, with great food from these other excellent local chefs, and and bring it all into an environment where people just can't say no to coming. So yeah, yeah. Well, so how did it start? Like, what gave you the idea to to do something like this? We own a balloon ride company as well, which we started about five years ago. And we were landing out in all these amazing spaces. And, and a lot of times people would write a review that would be like a paragraph about the balloon ride and then five about the food. And we realized we were on to something and not everyone wanted to do a balloon ride to, to get out there and experience this, this uh, being in the desert. I mean, people, people don't even go to the desert. We all live here in the valley and yeah. we, we have our busy lives and we hardly get next to a saguaro unless it's planted in our yard. So right. yeah, that's, that's kind of the purpose is get people out there and, and explore land and, and, and see our, our great state. Yeah. 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 So people were like, balloon, you were balloon riding them into places where they were having dinner or? Yeah. So balloons aren't very, uh, you, you have an idea of where we headed, but not a, yeah. not a real firm okay. idea. <laughs> Uh, so you land out in the middle of nowhere and we build, you know, we, we work with this amazing wood guy to build these, uh, these folding tables that we set up out in the middle of the desert. So we'd pop up a, a meal right out there and it would take us about 15 minutes to set up a meal and begin hustle cooking. Time. Hustle time. Hustle time. Like hustle time. Hustle. Um, <laughs> and we, and then we, we basically realized that, uh, that we could do a lot more with it if we could have some prep time and get out there early. And we, of course we, we lease a lot of land for balloon rides and also for, um, you know, we have a lot of partnerships with private landowners. So yeah. we started utilizing those and leaning on them a little bit for this dining product. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So when you go in a balloon, you're not really sure where you're going to land. So I was already scared to go in a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool, though. That's the adventure of it. It right? is. Yeah. And, and, you know, to give the pilots credit, they have an idea. Like our pilot will just drop a pin on a map and say, hey, I'm headed here. And, yeah. And he'll, he'll land there, which is extraordinary. It's not easy to do. It's like yeah. Harry Potter staircases out there yeah. and switching all the time. So, um, yeah, they, they can find a general area, but sometimes the wind pushes you off course and you never know where you're going to be. Our golden rule of balloon food is that you don't set up food until the balloon touches dirt because <laughs> you'll set it up and the balloon will be like, yeah, I'm going to keep on going here. And you're like packing it back up and <laughs> racing into the <laughs> van through the desert. Thing. So yeah. the worst possible situation. So this is just, it's cleaner and it offers the opportunity to do this whole other thing. And the main mission of Cloth and Flame is really to monetize land for private landowners, okay. right? So they can earn a little bit of money from their land in a passive way uh, without 
really changing the land a lot. You know, we're not developing or doing all these crazy things. We're just setting up a long table and a kitchen and bring out these extraordinary people to make that into a, an experience. Yeah. So how does that happen? Like, what do you, I mean, do you guys have like a caravan of like trailers and stuff? We have a caravan, <laughs> trailers and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we have, you know, lots of vans and trailers and we keep on talking about getting a box truck, but I don't think it's happening. Just don't fit everywhere we need to go. We yeah. Have, we now have buses too. We have a 1970s, uh, bluebird bus which we love oh that's awesome cool. action yeah. adventure time yeah cool yeah it's awesome so um yeah it's quite a quite a quite a quite a thing yeah <laughs> seeing us coming through the desert yeah <laughs> like what is going on is it like breaking bad like are these, are these guys <laughs> yeah. make it back there yeah totally. that's the other part of the business actually the uh the more uh we get a lot of return customers for that area okay yeah. when you say the other yeah. part of the business I'm like what <laughs> breaking bad okay yeah <laughs> the other well yeah well i'm sure once people see it and they experience it i mean just uh, I was telling you um, that I had a, f- a friend at work. I was telling about it, and they weren't quite getting the concept. And I'm like, just go to their website, go to Cloth and Flame, and immediately it pulled up. I think it was in Sedona. Is like that main picture, yeah. and they're like, "What is this? Like, yeah. we have to do this." Like, I'm like, "We'll just read." Like, the, they're like, "No, I don't care about the details. Like, I just <laughs> want to do this." Yeah. So that's that's really cool. And you guys have been um, you've been around a little bit, right? I saw you guys are in San Francisco. Um, yeah. Where all do you guys go? Um, we're based right here in Arizona, but yeah. we uh, we do events now. The San Francisco deal was like our first foray into being like a traveling troupe, and we didn't we didn't really. I don't think that's the direction we want to move. Okay. Really, our thing is now making like a kind of a hub, and then moving into other places and creating hubs. So Arizona, we have I think we have forty five unique sta- sites in the state of Arizona, okay. and then we have um, other unique sites in California, Joshua Tree, Los Angeles, Malibu, and then up the California coast, and then Utah. So those are our main places right now. Okay. We do most of our events here, but we'll be yeah. you know bringing other chefs on, people that want to you know put their put their name out there, people that are right now thinking about getting a food truck don't have the money to start a restaurant, but want to create something extraordinary and have the ability to do it. You know, that's, that's who we're after. Not to like discount Chef Aurora. She's amazing. She's not a, she's not a food truck chef at all. (laughs) Who's that? Who that's Uh, the Aurora's our executive chef. Okay. Gotcha. She's from, she's from the Southeast of France and she's just, she's on another level. I wish she could be here. She's, she's great. Yeah. And what, what does she get involved with? Because does she do some of the events? Or you guys do private events, too. We do saying, private right? events, yeah. too. Most of our product, which is crazy to think about because I, I don't think people realize it, but most of our product is, is private events. We okay. do, probably do four to one private events to shared events or more. We do four to five private events a week. So um, Chef Aurora prepares most of those. And then our, our sous chef, who's also our pastry chef, can fill in. He's a capable executive chef as well, and he'll jump in and prepare food. We also work with you know, people locally, like people that we worked with, with before. Tamara Stanger from the from Helio Basin Brewery has oh, jumped yeah. in on us a couple times. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. A really great chef. And then we, uh, we, man, who else? A lot. Stephen Jones, we love him so much. He's always available for like a pop-up if you give him advance yeah. notice, but he's got like 5,000 things going on. So, right. <laughs> and then of course, Keenan from Pig and Pickle will be doing this one, yeah. um, which is really exciting. So, Nice. I feel like I'm talking more than anyone else. <laughs> Welcome to the Matt Cooler podcast. <laughs> right. Well, right now on my recorder here, it, it retracts percentages. You're at 99.7. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, well, so then, um, so you connect with with um, with both beverage and food, right? Is it is it usually connected? Like, do you usually go with like a restaurant, go with their chef and their beverage person, or do you kind of like what you guys are doing hus this this time with it pick and pickle? I mean, right? we we <laughs> we're historically bad at letting people know in advance that we'd like to do something. Okay, this happened as a reality because of Leah, mm-hmm. because she was like, "Hey guys, hey, 
Remember, remember me. Remember our plan to, to make this thing happen. I was but, stalking. Right? <laughs> uh, but the uh, you know it, if we if we have all the the sort of stars aligned and we can get great people involved, like we've done cool events where we have multiple different entities from different places. That's the goal, yeah. and hopefully with like podcasts like this and and people really realizing that that's the goal is to make it a collaborative community project, at least with the the shared product. Yeah, we do more and more of that. So we we would like to. I would love to do it more. Like one from one, a beverage director from one place, a chef or someone from another place, or a, a brewer team, and then another chef from a great restaurant in town. So that yeah. that's that's our like our dream. I, I work for this ice cream company in Oregon that just does. That's their whole shtick, and the, the uh, and I took a lot of those ideas and brought them back here, like so many people do, stealing Oregon's ideas and making them <laughs> Arizona. Hey, well, you're doing some good stuff. So I mean, yeah. you know, uh, what did they, I've I've heard the quote the other day? It said, "If you're going to be a copycat, copy the right cat." Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we love cats. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. So who doesn't? I know. <laughs> Me. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Leah's like, this is my chance to talk. <laughs> All right. Let's change the channel cats. to the Leah show. Uh, <laughs> Highly allergic. Uh, so, Leah. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Hi. Yes, I think Matt is happy to pass the baton at this yes. point. So you were stalking them. Yes. Yeah. So um, I don't know how... Uh, the truth is it's probably for one of my really bad reality TV shows um, that they were the host of a lovely event on. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, uh, before I even got to them, my sister had sent it to me on Instagram, and, and then my whole family was following, and we were all freaking out. Um, so I'm a trail runner, and much like what they were saying about hot air balloons, trail running is essentially the same thing. The things that you get to see out there are totally different than what people just here in the city get to see. So kind of putting the two together, our beer and their event, I was like... So I think when I first reached out, I was like, do you do private events? You know, and they're like, oh, wait, you're with us? And I was like, yeah, can we do a dinner? So it kind of turned into what it is with this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I still stalk them on all of their media. And if you don't follow them, please do, because uh, their photography and everything is amazing. You guys do, do you have photographers that come in and do it? We had, we, so for the longest time, we should definitely do a plug for the two that we work with the most, but Kate, Kate Nell Photography, who's a local photographer, and then Constance Sigley are like main kind of main dames. They, uh, they do most of our stuff, but um, Constance and, and Kate have gotten exploded into their own popularity and they have a lot of things going on. So we, we recently created a photography program where people can jump in for one or two cool. events and we just pay them like as contractors, which is so cool. And I think we had... 20 different people apply which posted once on Instagram I couldn't yeah. believe it so it's awesome I'm looking at Casey because I'm like Casey you know you're going to manage them right <laughs> I hope you're okay with that <laughs> Casey's taking diligent notes over that I don't know what she's writing I think she's writing a review of all of us at this yeah. point yeah <laughs> I, think I, have a I see a red X near my name <laughs> I don't know what that is am I fired <laughs> it's like dang it yeah. close you're on the you're on the brink yeah but uh so you wanted to get the, your beer involved with this because yeah. you guys do awesome things. And a lot of things are happening for you guys right now. Yeah, we've yeah. got a lot going yeah. on. Our world is a swirling, yeah. chaotic mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so, we, so I definitely, and it kind of just made sense that we would do it for Beer Week. So when we were looking and shooting it and kind of you know, throwing dates out, I was like, hold on. 
if we could do this as like a kickoff for Beer Week. We're always looking for kind of like unique and interesting things to do for Beer Week as it is because there's so much going on. And so something like this, I'm like, oh my gosh, no one's ever done this for Beer Week. You know what I mean? Talk yeah. about doing something that's just like totally off the charts. And so um, I think that it's a testament to that. The fact that there's going to be 100 people at this is mind-blowing to yeah. me. Yeah, a weekday, so, which is extraordinary. On a Thursday, right. yeah, yeah. you know, right. out in the middle of nowhere. It's going to be so awesome. So my expectations are very high just because I'm totally obsessed with the desert. And yeah. so I know <laughs> it's going to be great regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that Arizonans in general, I think everybody kind of takes it for granted. And, and once you're out in it, I mean, everybody is like, this place is amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And or the people who fly in and they're like, this place is terribly ugly. Everything is, <laughs> you know, it's like you're just not seeing. Right. You haven't been out to see yeah. what is actually happening. And there are different seasons in the desert. You know, I, I can attest yeah. to that. The things that grow in different seasons and after rains and things like that. So I'm, I'm super excited. I think it's going to be awesome. And in the time of it, right, Five. I think it starts at 5, approximately 5 to 8.30. Yeah. And, like, for the sunset this time yeah. of the year, I mean, it's yes. going to be. I think that this one might actually go as your front page picture after all this goes oh. down. <laughs> yeah. Talk about we're, me we're, setting up expectations. We're just going to do it. I mean, this, this podcast is going to come out after like, the event, so we can just put put it on there so yeah. everyone has something to go back to. Yeah. But, yeah, we're, we're thrilled, too. And, and we didn't plug Husk plainly enough, but we're sitting here in the Uptown Tap Room. These guys are on fire, and everybody's yeah. talking Aww. about it. Every time we, I feel like we've gotten more people coming to us and saying, like, hey, you're doing an event with Huss, aren't you? And we're like, yeah, yeah, we're like, we're like Huss's children now. Uh, <laughs> no, but we, we, uh, we love it, and we're just thrilled to be able to, to be part of such a vibrant community that has people like you in it. It's just such an exciting, I can't believe we're doing this thing. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It would have never happened. If it was our our uh, doing, because we're just like garbage at keeping up with Kelly, <laughs> much like him. <laughs> right. Saturday oh, the eighth. Yeah, we got we're that right. Yeah, I'll see you guys Saturday. <laughs> like, what? Where were you? Like, what? I was there. I was waiting in the middle of the desert. You were the only one. <laughs> I was. I was the only one Cows in the middle of the desert. By. I got some good pictures yeah. out, and I did find some food. It wasn't you know. <laughs> So, uh, so speaking of your trail running and the Arizona wilderness is this beer we're drinking. Yes. What is, what is going on here? So that's happy Javelina. So, um, mad props to the Aravipa trail group. So Jamil and, um, some of the people came out to the brewery. We wanted to do an event, um, or a beer for their event, the Javelina hundred, which I think those people are crazy. My trail running is like a couple miles here and there. These people are like it's like five 20 mile loops out in the yeah over 24 Jeff's hours at me like nightmare <laughs> right <laughs> it's a whole different level of yeah. yeah so um so and they drink and so we were like why not make a beer for it so yeah. um up at the McDowell Mountain um preserve there are some orange groves just across the street so when you're up on the scenic loop which is my favorite you can look out towards four peaks and there's all of these groves so I was like definitely we have to do orange so we did zest and we did um juice and then there's some agave syrup in it in the brew and then also some sage which obviously is kind of a no-brainer nod to our desert did you want to talk about the beer at all <laughs> no oh, okay <laughs> it's like no I don't I'm not even a little bit like I want to talk about it less now <laughs> okay <laughs> so um the what you guys choose? So Pig and Pickle is going to be the uh, the chef for yeah. this. Um, what was his name again? Keenan. Keenan. Okay. Yeah. So what do you guys have planned? Like, what is so? First of all, what's on the dinner menu? What's 
So I received the, di the dinner menu today, so I'll read it, but this is all new to me. And okay. there's one part of it that says crunchy stuff, so I'm going to read that verbatim. <laughs> that's going to be my favorite part of the whole <laughs> crunchy stuff. Just like that, that's um, the only thing it says? Uh -huh. It just all right. says crunchy stuff. Yeah. Crunchy um, stuff. So ha house-made bratwurst on pretzel bread with kimchi and mustard. That's going to go with this beer, the Hoppy Javelina, which is phenomenal. Um, and then there's a smoked cod with crunchy stuff. That's the one we were talking <laughs> about before. <laughs> crunchy stuff. Uh, Bloody Mary shooter and pickles. And then a beer braised pork belly served with bacon jam and a radish salad. Then a galette with leek, carrots, and pea au jus. And then the uh, coffee. I'm reading this menu for the first time. Delete all of this, please. <laughs> Take two. It's, an, it's an amazing. So what we have here is a great menu from Keenan over at Pig and Pickle. Yeah. And he's going to take great care of us. And it's going to be posted on the site. And you all have already enjoyed it. That's uh, right. Listen to this podcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So you said a Bloody Mary shooter with pickled There salad? is a Bloody Mary shooter. And maybe uh, Casey could probably jump in here and talk more about that. But we won't actually do it. She's shaking her head no. Um, <laughs> anyway. The, uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great menu. And the thing is I, that I've realized, and something that's great about the type of dining that we get to do with, with these types of events, is that it is not going to come through on a menu anyway. It's like yeah. an extraordinary yeah. opportunity for people to come out there, flex their creative muscles, and they try to put pen to paper and share what that is, and it doesn't do it any justice. You know, They're going to come out here and blow these people away and collaborate on what tastes great with what beer. And, and um, yeah, it's just it's such an exciting thing. And beer is so rarely i guess not so rarely anymore but beer is somewhat rarely combined with food in sort of a pairing sense and i think it works so well we've it's been able so to easy yeah. to pair because it just it, it it beer goes with everything as far as i'm concerned it, it is easier to pair beers than wine i think because you kind of have your like set styles and you know and they each have their little nuances but when you're talking about beer it literally the world is your oyster as far as what you can tap into and what you can create and what you can pull out of it. Um, I just want to add as far as what Huss, what how, our feeling with Keenan. So our family actually does lots of family dinners at Pig and Pickle. Great. So it's kind of a cool, you know, like big thing with us. Um, I, I know my sister's coming to the dinner. They, we always meet up. That's our big family dinner night place and Sunday brunch place. So it's kind of cool. So when it came around that it was Keenan, it was like, ah, yeah. it's full circle. It's all working. <laughs> so um, I promise you that nobody's going to be disappointed because their stuff is always awesome. Yeah. So. Heard good stuff. Yeah. Heard good stuff. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. For yeah. Sure. Um, so was it, was it, did you pick them based on any suggestion they had or was yeah, it just it was, Leah had suggested a couple of people she thought would be like dream partners I think that Pig and Pickle were at the top of the list yep. and luckily Keenan was available and uh, yeah I think it's I honestly haven't really worked would never work with Keenan personally but I've heard great things from all around the community people just love yeah. him he's an he's industry awesome. favorite yeah yep yeah nice so um we're going to meet in the desert. We're going to get... How, how do people get out there? That was a general so thing, right? Just meet in the desert. Yeah. Get us here. It's like a scavenger hunt, there right? There is an address, uh, <laughs> and the address will take you right there. But yeah, okay. the, uh, we're going to be out at the historic Quarter Circle U Ranch, which is now going to become a luxury camping resort that we're building out there called Tele Peralta. Okay. And it'll be, this will be one of the first like three shared events that we've done out there, which is really an exciting thing because we're going to do a lot more. But right now it's just bare land and mountains i mean just walls of rock and if anybody's been to the peralta trail before which as a trail runner i'm sure you have yeah it, there's not no area like that it's iconic arizona yep and it's really and we were just so thrilled to to connect with them and to be able to do this pretty soon we're going to make olivia talk 
Can you tell like us about your glamping space? Because I'm so excited. What is that? Is that like a, is that a private question? <laughs> no, that this, it's, didn't you just hear? It's going to turn into a... Yeah. Oh, this is a location. Yes. I just thought like a glamping space. Like, yeah. what is yes. that? Shouldn't we keep that to ourselves? Like, yeah, we're going like to build... <laughs> it's going to eventually be like a 30-room uh, luxury camping resort in the Superstition wow. Mountains. But the whole purpose is like not changing the land much, not right. making a resort that sort of conflicts with the land where you look out the window and you see the property, but rather one that's like imposed within it and and that is the perfect opportunity so we have partners the the owners of the quarter circle view ranch are coming on with us to build this new kind of project and hopefully it'll be in more places than just superstitions but that's the first location yeah and this is like a huge lead-in for us on that like we want to just share that property with people get as many people out there as possible so yeah this is a great reason to do it but it's going to be cool i don't know if i'm I feel like I'm talking. <laughs> You're doing great. I'm like afraid of microphones. What am I even doing here? I like woke up and I got I'm freaked out. Yeah. Hey, you committed to this like several months ago. You're not getting out of this one. No. Uh, well, no. Um, we were talking too uh, about uh, the tables, right? So the, typically you guys have like one long. That's what you see on the website is one long ca- sure. table. I love that, right? And that's kind of, and we'll dig in this a little bit, Leah, too. You're a big fan of that just. Yep. Uh, is it the word? Did I just saying it right? Communal. 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 Yeah. Communal. Yeah. That's <laughs> communal. Commun- the communist table. <laughs> the Everybody's communal at the communist table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to cut that out. See, so we both, we both yeah. I'm going to send you many, many edits. <laughs> All right. So we're, we're at 21 minutes so far. We have about four minutes of recordable material. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> Good. But, uh, Good. But no, the table. So does Olivia want to describe the table? <laughs> what is, what are you, right. Who are you and what are you doing in the middle of our conversation? Like, can, can you just cut me out entirely? I'm just here a for little the beer. question mark. Yeah. Keenan on it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, so our tables are a collaboration with, uh, with Billy from, um, from Phoenix Toothpick Supply. Phoenix uh, Toothpick Supply. I can't say the word Phoenix right now. Phoenix Toothpick Co. Uh, Phoenix Toothpick Co. That is a tough that. one to you say. You cannot though. say, I cannot say his name wrong right. on this podcast right now. So. Phoenix Toothpick Co. And he, uh, we were one of his first clients when he was just kind of breaking into his own woodworking thing. And we, we co-designed a folding table that's actually beautiful. Yeah. And we make these like long table, you know, this extraordinary communal dinner like we're talking about. And it just gets people talking. You know, people come to you after the dinners and say like, you wouldn't believe who I was sitting next to. Yeah. And you're like, everyone in the world is saying that right you now. Everyone at this table is excited about the person that they're next to because... It's not the person so much as it's the opportunity for people to be open with each other, for us to meet our neighbors in a new and exciting space. Amen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what this yeah. is all about. Yes. I mean, like anything, like a tap room is a community gathering space. And that's what it says on our door. <laughs> neighborhood, <laughs> yes, tap room and neighborhood gathering space. Oh, very nice. good. Yeah. Yes. I like I that. Like I, <laughs> yes. I, read I read it, it somewhere <laughs> on the way in and restated it here, but that, that is what this is all about. I think that that's what entire, every maker I talk to in Phoenix, that seems to be the central mission, which is getting everyone, our vibrant community, out chatting with each other and yeah. talking about their ideas and exploring new ones. And, and that happens certainly around our table, certainly at a tap room. It really invites it when you can get a long table because it's you're not you're sitting at the same table. You're sharing food. There's no there's no like you know you're not breaking in anywhere. Even yeah. if you get up and walk down to another part of the table, it's still your table. It's it's funny how yeah. that can be, even if it's a hundred people long. So. Yeah, it's, it's we literally were just talking about this before. We um, 
last week we opened a pop-up tap room down at DeSoto Central Market. Nice. And the reason that we are loving it so much, I would put teeny tap rooms all over the place. Because my feeling is you're not going to walk into a, a tiny place like that and be isolated and go set yourself in a corner. It kind of forces you to have to interact with people and kind of become part of what's going on. And I love that. Unfortunately, it's not really financially. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it happen. Yes. We can make that happen. You know, you can only fit a few people in there. You're not really going to get it, yeah. get your uh, your rent paid for. Yeah. But but really, that kind of that would be my dream is to be able to put up teeny tap rooms everywhere because it is. It really w- makes you kind of have to be part of it. Um, I fought with the boys over TVs up here and also in Tempe and lost. Um, (laughs) And I understand it. You know what I mean? I get it. But I really would love for people to not have to actually come in and be on their phones, be in front of a TV, you know, and I'm a terrible offender of that too. You know, I sit on my phone and, and so I love a space where people can actually be like that and, and interact with their neighbors. And I love the whole community table feel that we're doing out of Cloth and Flame. Yeah. And uh, cell phone service is not available out there, <laughs> which is, uh, it, it's amazing really what it can do. Yeah. Not all of our sites are like that. So, yeah. man, people just put them away and they stop filling them. So people might be just swirling yeah. in the yeah. desert <laughs> still right. trying people to find it. Yeah. Up on rocks, people I've on top of your people vans. people on top of hills before, like, what are you doing up there? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you look like David Spade from Tommy. <laughs> Tommy right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Kind of backtrack a little bit. I didn't cover this as much. How did you guys choose? Did you know what was going to go on the menu before? Like, no. How did you? So so we sent Keenan all of our beers. Okay. Um, and the only one that I was really hoping would make the cut was that Happy Havelina because it is a desert yeah. IPA full yep. on in every shape, sense of the word. Um, and the rest of them he just chose and, and put with that. Um, the Rochambeau that we're taking out is our... Um, Spring occasional, we call it, because it's draft only. And it's a super sneaky 7% double IPA, which I love. What is it, 8.4? Oh, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 8.4%? Never mind that, 7. There's Jeff, yeah. yeah. (laughs) There's Jeff's contribution to the podcast. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Jeff. That was very valuable, yes. (laughs) Um, And then the Hustler Amber, which is our spring seasonal. And that one we do can. And this is the first time that we're canning this one this year. Um, And so that is a traditional German alt beer, one of Jeff's favorites. Scottsdale Blonde, my favorite, the marathon drinking beer. Um, so that one's our flagship, 4.8%, and it is a German-style Kolsch, but I asked my husband to actually alter the recipe to finish a little bit sweeter at the end um, and less um, less of the mineral taste of a traditional Kolsch because I think it's more easy drinking and super palatable. So, yeah, and then there's the coffee Kolsch, which is um, either your absolute favorite or you're just not a huge fan of it, but it's like the quintessential dessert beer. So it's actually our Scottsdale Blonde steeped with um, coffee beans, hazelnut and caramel flavored coffee beans. Cold steeped, yeah. So that's how that's how the coffee coach is. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes, so that's how it maintains its light color and um, yet takes on so much coffee. I love that beer. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's crazy. I'm in the love camp. It just—it's simple and sweet. And yeah. 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 I, it's a pretty crazy beer. It's, like all, it's always in our fridge. Yeah. Well, my my wife Jackie treat. is a huge fan. Jackie Walters, you're a huge fan of the coffee culture. <laughs> <Jackie Walters? laughs> Do you want to come talk? No, a little bit. Ah, uh, she's never been on the podcast before. Yeah. <laughs> you're, oh, you, Olivia, and Jeff. <laughs> I can't believe we put Olivia yeah. in here. Or at least you and Jeff are on the outside. She can't even escape. Like She's just like, center. I know. 
dipping but, down below the table. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great because it's my it's Jackie's favorite beer by far. Like anywhere that we go, she's like, "Do they have coffee cool on draft?" I'm like, "I don't know. Let me look." Um, and I think that was the, that that was her main thing for getting here to her here today. She's like, "I'm gonna get." I'm gonna get have them there? <laughs> she has a coffee course, yes. <laughs> but no, it's such it's one of those things where people when you hear about it, you're like, eh, you know, I'm like, just just try it. Yeah. Most people try, it, they're like, they love it. Because it's it's not over the top. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's it's enough. But uh but no, these are all I'm pretty excited to try all this stuff. So um Saturday, February eighth. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Be this Thursday. <laughs> the good thing is, is we're not going to mislead anybody because by the time this True. comes out, yeah. So well, you unless you release Saturday. it on Friday, and then everyone's going to show up in the desert on <laughs> right? Saturday <laughs> right. after the event happened on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, this is great for both you guys. This, I mean, Hush, you've got a lot of things going on, awesome things. You guys are expanding, right? Like the brewing, the brewing aspect of things is yeah, expanding. Yeah, it's kind of a mess down there. We had a. I'd like to joke. It was a body size hole. It basically, was a, a gray dug into our main suite of the brewery this week. Um, we just took over the suite next door, and so we've got all of that concrete torn up and are putting in the proper reinforcements and whatnot for that. Um, we're going to move all of our finished beer stuff into that. We've, we've bumped up our lab, so we've got more quality controls in place. We've expanded our cooler recently. We've got all kinds of really phenomenal stuff going. And at this point, it's kind of, we're setting ourselves up to where we're basically done. We just have to bring in fermenters after this as we've expanded our footprint as big as we need to go yeah. for quite some time, which is awesome. Yeah. So we can just be stationary and continue to grow one tank at a time. Yeah. Nice. That's like a, like a hashtag one tank at a time. One tank at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got the pop-up, you've got the expansion of the brewery. This place is bumping now. This is uh, this is good. So good stuff. And you got this thing. I'm sure you guys will connect more than this just this time. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah I Even if so it takes too. Leah harassing you. you yes. Know, but, uh, oh, we'll, we'll be harassing yeah. you. <laughs> the continued <laughs> stalking. Such a positive yeah. thing. <laughs> And that little pop-up is so sweet. We went in there and just like it's so it's fun awesome. to have it. I know it's like it's a, a temporary run, and yeah. they're gonna move in different. So they're gonna, yeah, stuff. they're doing three-month residencies, yeah. which I think is such an amazing idea because talk about like really, you know, they they love to cultivate little community, you know, groups down there, and I think it's amazing. So um, I believe that the next brewery that's going in there is actually an out-of-state brewery, which I think is even more interesting. Yeah. yeah. So whereas a brewery wouldn't come here and you know, put in a tap room. They're going to be there for three months. So it's kind of a cool thing that Sean and the people at DeSoto are doing. But yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a little a little hus. It's so, I know, so cute. right? There's signs everywhere. You can't escape that building without leaving with a hus beer because <laughs> the little, like, uh, cardboard placards, the little coasters, every space of wall, it's like, that's Husk. my crew. Your last yeah. name is just like yeah. blowing up my crew. all over there. I know someone I asked me recently, how'd you get the name for the brewery? I was like... <laughs> <laughs> right. I loved it so much I changed my name. Right. Yeah. yeah. My husband did tell me, what are we going to call the brewery? And I was like, oh. and we kind of went round and round and round. And I was like, we should just call it Hess Brewing. And he's like, no successful brewery was ever named after someone's last name. I was like, Odell, Avery, <laughs> Bells. <laughs> I was like, 
Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oldest brewery in the U.S. too. Yangling. Right? Yangling. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, tw- right. I watched a documentary about them the other day. So I grew up in Ohio. So like right across, we couldn't get it in Ohio, but we could go right across the border yeah. in Pennsylvania and get it. So it was always what I was, it's one of my favorites, like maintenance beers, right? Yeah. Like you said, yeah. like Scottsdale yep. Blonde. So I watched a documentary about them and it's amazing. They've been open for almost 200 years. Mm-hmm. Same family. Yeah. And they made it through prohibition. Yeah. Like how does that? Right. There's not even, I don't even know of any other U.S. companies that have been open that long. So the but second oldest brewery in the country, Mendocino, just closed their doors, oh, sadly. They were purchased by somebody, right? Were they no. purchased by? No, they Mm-mm. just shut down, huh? Yep. Yeah. Sadly. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so that's a true testament to, and I think really, you know, maybe it's just because it's our family business, but I think that that does really change the, the whole, you know, factor of it. I talk to Lola all the time about that being her, her, project when she grows up and obviously she doesn't have to take on the brewery but (laughs) it's legacy for her in that we would never have started it if it wasn't for her because that really you know we each were in beer but you know it was kind of we were happy where we were and things were great and then once I found out that I was having her it was like oh you know this changes everything like what are we going to do to root ourselves here in Arizona, how are we going to put down roots and, and become, you know, kind of a part of it for the long haul? So, despite her plans to be an Uber driver, she <laughs> is that the goal? Is that a goal right now? That's awesome. <laughs> it's either that or a YouTuber at this point, right? This with this generation, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Uber, as yeah. she calls it. Uber, Uber. Uber. <laughs> <laughs> she gave the look. She's like, "Don't talk about me." Who gets more embarrassed, Lola or Jeff? Uh, with the, uh, I think Jeff, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She does tell me she can't wait to be a server here, which is awesome because, believe it, she will be <laughs> working all aspects of the family business. So I yeah. heard um, Aaron told us a story um, about she was checking IDs at the door one time. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she checks IDs. She loves to make name tags when we have events. Um, she was – so we, used, we actually started – yoga in the brewery here in Arizona and we since have stopped because we needed the space and it just got dangerous because we had so much equipment down there um but my sister taught it so she would on the weekends when she watches Lola because she was always our out-of-town babysitter she'd take Lola and Lola do her 20 minutes of yoga get tired and go sit at the bar and then there were a couple of husbands you know that would sit out there and she walked out once and heard Lola tell someone she turns to him and says you know this is my brewery. <laughs> She's sitting there drinking her soda, looking yeah. at him like, "Yes, yeah, this just, is my Lola soda, and you know this is my brewery." Just want you to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's awesome, and that's that's cool because it, it's it's. I mean, that's what I love about craft beer here in Arizona. There's so much like depth to it, and and it's it's a passion. It's it's artistic, but it's also blue collar, yeah. right? But there's also that that family aspect of yep. it, and you guys personify that. I think that's awesome. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, side note, um, we need a brewery up by uh, the 17 in Happy Valley. There's none up there. So, we if do. you guys want to open up a new place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys are up there, too, right? We, our warehouse is up there. Yeah. Blue so, Farm. perfect. Please. We've been looking, but shh. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Fair enough. Don't think I haven't been up there. I'll take it. I'll take that. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, and with you guys, um, obviously, there's more plans to do things like this, right? Just yeah. follow your website. Yeah, our website's a great place to find upcoming events. And honestly, we're also garbage about posting on the website, which we're going to get better at. Casey's looking at us like, yes, you are going to get better. (laughs) Um, We, uh, yeah, website's the best place. So we're going to do one shared event a week starting in March. Gotcha. Yeah. Very nice. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining. 
Thank you. I can't wait. I know. Okay. Yeah. I might yeah. actually do a follow-up just by myself, like at the uh, at the actual event, just like creep yes. over in the bushes, like, all right, I just ate the, yes. the bratwurst. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any service. I can't tell you guys about it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see pictures in four days. <laughs> exactly, yes. So, uh, guys, thanks so much. We really appreciate this. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Y cuando se va de casa, triste me pongo.